smartcast you are listening to a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello and welcome to mint i am nasreen sultana and this is all things markets as indian economy was already grappling with a slowdown in consumption there is a coronavirus scare now which may have an impact on the macro economy of india most analysts say that probably india is insulated to the coronavirus scare as compared to the other asian pairs but how long will this insulation last as there are fresh cases of coronavirus patients in india to understand the impact i'm joined by mr somnath mukherjee he is the managing partner at ask wealth advisors uh, so somnath welcome to the show sure. first question is uh, what do you think would be an impact of the virus in india no of course uh, uh, there is no denying that it it'll have an impact uh, how big or how small an impact that will be is really something that we have to see as the numbers uh, pan out Uh, what we have seen in the last couple of weeks is that uh, numbers out of china uh, have peaked out and they're declining day on day but on the other hand we have seen a rapid increase in the spread of uh, affected people across the world so we had italy iran uh, united states uh, and now we have a few cases in india as well so how much it it impacts uh, us and how temporary or permanent is that impact is something that we will get to know in uh, days and months to come mm. and it will be at multiple levels of course one is a local impact which is um, you know each country as it is grapples with it mm. and there the most affected has been china um, the other is the chain reaction across the globe Uh, not least because china is clearly the factory of the world and it is the center of a huge and fairly sophisticated but efficient supply chain mm. so any supply disruption out of china has uh, cascading impact on a host of industries certainly pharmaceuticals in india uh, electronics in in india and across the world uh, so on on the risk side there's certainly uncertainty on how uh, this will pan out on the other side it seems that on the financial markets front central banks and governments are uh, taking proactive measures uh, the singapore government uh, announced its budget two weeks right. earlier and there uh, fairly unprecedented 2.1% fiscal deficit yeah. primarily targeted at protecting incomes and yeah. and jobs uh, we have seen similar statements coming out of china coming out of the us fed um the european central bank uh, with most policy makers saying that they will do what it takes mm. uh, to mitigate the impact as as it comes through right so uh, really it's a little bit of a wait and watch mm. uh, the only um, uh, precedent that we can go by are previous cases and actually this has been a fairly long running story and uh, in the last uh, you know 15 16 years mm. starting from sars then we had uh, swine flu bird flu mers mm. in korea a couple of years back so we have seen this story before mm. usually it is not a permanent destruction and structural destruction of uh, demand and economies uh, so that is really our hopeful case scenario right we we'll talk about the global uh, fiscal stimulus that is expected by the other global central mm. banks but before that i wanted to ask you about the india's q4 gdp mm. do you think this quarter gdp is going to be impacted and if it and if it's in yes what is your estimate 
Uh, will it be impacted? Yes. Um, actually, we seem to have bottomed out and many of the indicators out of India, the really high frequency advanced indicators out of India seemed uh, to be displaying that, you know, famous green shoots uh, analogy. Um, so this Corona comes at a slightly inopportune time for us. Um, you know, the manufacturing PMIs were looking up. Electricity production in February was up double digit. Uh, freights uh, was up uh, significantly. So there were green shoots and it seemed so as if we were... So this delays the recovery that we were expecting? It, it certainly delays. The latest fiscal deficit data released by the government uh, actually showed 129% of the actual yep. estimates. Uh, but uh, the silver lining in this entire coronavirus care is that oil or the crude prices mm. have fallen. Right. And India's import bill is heavily dependent on mm. uh, the crude import. So how does this math work up now? Now does the fiscal deficit kind of narrows? No, so first of all, uh, fiscal deficit and import bills are two separate things. Mm. It would have helped uh, maybe five or six years back when um, the government was picking up the tab subsidizing uh, part of the uh, you know oil prices but that has pretty much gone so yes uh, a decline in oil prices is straight positive for indian consumers because that's you know like a less like a tax break on individual incomes um, does that help the fiscal deficit to the extent that the government has more room to collect more taxes by hiking um, you know vats or applicable taxes on final petroleum products uh, by taking advantage of the decline in oil prices, to that extent there is a, an opportunity for higher revenue mo mobilization. The impact on markets mm -hmm. is actually less than marginal because what depends uh, or what drives markets are supply and demand for bonds. Mm -hmm. There is reasonable visibility on what will be the supply of government bonds uh, this year, right? Mm -hmm. We know exactly and uh, the government has laid out a path for next year as well. Mm -hmm. So markets will price bonds basis the supply and the expected uh, demand from other uh, mm. sources like private corporate sector credit, mm. uh, state governments, etc. In a situation like this, when we were just about to come out of the slowdown, uh, but coronavirus impact and probably spreading in India mm. much, much more than what we had expected. Uh, auto sales numbers in February was also not very encouraging mm -hmm. and it's one of the indicators for the mm. consumption growth in India. Mm -hmm. In the situation like this, uh, you see the corporate earnings going ahead to see any kind of green shoots. Uh, of course, we have the corporate tax, lower corporate tax that was, uh, you know, in September quarter, there was a bit of, uh, you know, improvement because mm -hmm. of that also in December quarter. But what about March quarter? Uh, no, we, we actually think corporate earnings should be strong. Uh, I mean, after a good six, seven years, this year, uh, I think the next few quarters, corporate earnings should demonstrate double-digit growth um, uh, prompted by a number of factors. Corporate tax cut uh, cuts that happened last year is a significant one. Uh, but there is also the entire banking uh, pack where the credit costs have seemingly come under control and there's been uh, a certain amount of write-backs that people are getting out of uh, the large IBC cases that are getting into resolution. Um, so I don't see a big challenge on the corporate bottom lines. Mm -hmm. What we actually look at more are corporate top lines, especially volume uh, mm -hmm. growth across the consumer and consumer discretionary uh, uh, space. Uh, because that gives us a little bit more color on what's the intrinsic demand and how's that growing across the economy. Not 
terribly concerned about corporate profits because I think the But base you see the volume uh, growth in December, uh, sorry, in uh, this quarter, in the March quarter. That, that's where uh, the Corona thing uh, will play the mm -hmm. highest role. I don't think the March quarter will be that much impacted as the next quarter will be. Because um, a lot of, it's not just about demand, um, it is also about supply disruptions. Mm -hmm. Uh, in a range of industries, you know, mm. ranging from mobile phones, uh, consumer electronics, mm. uh, pharmaceuticals right. uh, that are dependent on Chinese uh, intermediates. Mm. Uh, so that's something that we need to keep an eye out for. Indian stock markets have been really volatile, mm. kind of getting into a swing as mostly for following sure. the global markets. Where do you see the Indian markets going ahead? Coronavirus is one scare, mm. probably one of the you know, uh, reasons that most most uh, you know sellers are giving mm. that that's the reason they're taking money off table. Mm. But what other risks that's uh, kind of staring at the stock markets? No, I think the biggest risk is uncertainty rather than uh, so. Uh, the question is not whether the fatality rate out of Corona is one percent or five percent. If the markets knew it was five percent, it will rebase itself to all the assumptions around a five percent mm. fatality, um, and then take it from there. Right now, a lot of the uh, volatility is because the markets don't know whether it is 1, 5 or indeed 20, who knows. Um, so to that extent, the market simply reflecting the absence of certainty or clarity around uh, the whole matter, as also um, the absence of clarity uh, around the chain effect of, of this coming out of China into supply chains and all that stuff. But... Uh, so that's something that investors will just have to ride, ride it out. But uh, in the month of Feb, when there mm. was a lot of uncertainty anyways building in the markets, right. FIs uh, in the last few sessions have started selling. Mm. But DIs surprisingly were at six month high in the, in, in the month of February. Mm. So DIs look very confident. Actually, um, the DII flow into India uh, has, it is very seldom that they are net sellers. Mm. Uh, if you look at the last three or four years, uh, sell them to the DIIs uh, on a monthly basis, uh, turn net sellers. December and November they were sellers. Yeah, uh, so just coming to that, you know, mm. barring specific occasions where you have to look at the profile of, of investors that constitute the DII mm. segment. These are essentially investors' uh, money mm. coming in via mutual fund SIPs, uh, provident fund and NPS. Mm. Now this money has to be deployed. Mm. The institutional investment manager who's taking that call he can take for some months a little tactical call to remain in cash. Mm. But no mutual fund can remain in you know, 10, 20, 30, 40% cash for a prolonged period of time. So the money has to so come back. So automatically it's a liquidity. It is a, so the domestic liquidity is what I call uh, is an SLR buffer for equities. You know, right. Just as you have SLR in the, in the GSEC market, mm. the domestic liquidity is an SLR buffer for the equity market. Um, so the fact that domestics were buying is, is just a function of the fact that there is a lot of liquidity and honestly I think um, this correction has also attracted at least a small part of the so-called smart investor, domestic investor money that was sitting on the sidelines uh, looking for a market correction because markets have also run up quite sharply mm. since uh, August, mm. September last year. Uh, while the foreign outflows is, is natural you know, in line with the global volatility mm. that we have seen. So on that note, Somna, thanks a lot for talking to us. Thank you.
So, uh, according to Mr. Somnath Mukherjee, probably uh, the scare is uh, there in the economy, but probably we'll have to wait and watch how much this pans out and what are the measures the government takes. He says that domestic institutional money that's that's there in the Indian markets is going to last and probably the lower levels of the stock markets are seeing may be taken as an opportunities by the DIS to get into the stock markets. We'll have to see how stock markets pan out in the month of March and what are the macro indicators show for this quarter. We'll come back with more details. For more updates, stay tuned. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.